Welcome to the Posh Sessions. I am your host, Posh. We are back in Lemmy Studio on this beautiful Friday quarantine time. Um, I have a special guest with me today. I'll introduce him in a little bit. Um, wanted to do something a little bit different. Uh, I know you guys are normally used to me having, you know, fun, entertaining episodes. And I promise this is going to be just as entertaining, just on a different level. Um, I think that is very important for us to be um, well-rounded and well-balanced. And the guest that I have with me today is somebody that I consider a very good friend of mine, almost like a life coach. He's he's kind of stuck with me, whether he knows it or not. Um I've reached out to him throughout the years for many different things from um, financial advice um, to health advice, relationship advice. So I think it's safe to say that he's kind of stuck with me. Um, Of course, I have the greatest audio engineer in the world. We got Mr. Lemmy Curry on the audios. Um, We had to improvise because Lex Lex chickened out. Lex said that he wasn't trying to fuck with no coronaviruses and bring that shit home. So I understand, but we had to improvise. So we actually have a new um, cameraman for this episode. Hopefully he knows my angles. And um, we have another special guest calling in straight from New York City. Um... I'm going I'm to I'm do him like that. Um, Rock Nation Brunch Twitter. Um, Marv is going to be calling in and he's going to be giving his perspective on today's topic. Um, obviously, due to everything going on, I had to postpone my live show at Novelty, but it is going to be um, set for a later date, hopefully when everybody's allowed to be outside. But of course, if you got coughing and shit, don't just support from afar. Um Other than that, we're going to take a short break and we're going to introduce our guest. It's the Posh Sessions. You're in the mix mix, with DJ Jump Off. Sit up, never like you know it's what you pack it with the motomatics. We gon' send them to heaven. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey. She like the way that I dance, she like the way that I move, she like the way that I rock, she like the way that I woo, and she let it clap for a nigga, she let it clap for a nigga, and she throw it back for a nigga, yeah she throw it back for a nigga, Mike and Mary, Mike and Mary, Billy Jean, Billy Jean, uh, Christian Dior, Dior, I'm up in all the stores, when it rains it pours, she like the way I like a Mary, like a Mary. Billy Jean, Billy Jean. Uh, Christian Dior, Dior. I'm up in all the stores. When he raised the balls, she like the way I When I'm in the spot, 30 on me. Buy at the club, niggas know that I'm paid. Bitch, I'm a thot. Get me lit, I can't fuck with these niggas cause niggas is gay All in my page, sucking dick All in my comments and screaming my name While I'm in the club, throwing them hundreds and fifties and ones and ones I smoke, they 
Ain't no I'm wildin' if I'm on the island, I'm snatchin' the cell Brody got locked, deny his bail, until he free I'm racing hell, till my shooters call me FaceTime For all the times we had to FaceTime 3D nights, you doin' stay time If you need the glizzy, you can take mine Please don't pay much to mine, you know I'm like that I'll make a movie like TNT Black 30, do me ask who really want it I bet I ain't real like DMB in my section, and I keep that 38 for the weapon. Remember when I came home for correction? All the bad bitches in my direction. She like the way that I dance. She like the way that I move. She like the way that I rock. She like the way that I woo. And she let it clap for a nigga. She let it clap for a nigga. And she throw it back for a nigga. Yeah, she throw it back for a nigga. Like a Mary, like a Mary. Billy Jean, Billy Jean. Uh, Christian Dior, Dior. Come up in all the stores. When it rains, it falls. Like the way I'm, baby, to the I'm off the money to Zandalee, that's why I'm over retarded. That's why I'm over retarded. Baby, welcome to the party. Huh? I hit the boy up and then I go skate in the Rari. Baby, welcome to the party. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a duck. Get me lit. Gun on my head. One in the head. Set in the clip. Baby. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, don't trip. Just lower your tone. Cause you can get hit. Don't let that hit in my system. I get your body, next day I forget it. Next day I forget it. Nigga try to score the body. And listen again, nigga, I was just with him. Look, you're my villain niggas, or my villain niggas, or my killing niggas as a kid. Since a younger nigga, I've been drilling niggas, but I'm so I stuck up in my ways. Ain't nobody ever gave me shit with this big tip, I had to get paid. And it's time game to go and stay. And you know the trees getting laid. Baby, welcome to the party. I'm off the money to Zane the lead. That's why I'm over retarded. Welcome to the party. Uh, I hit the boy up and then I go skate in the Rari. Baby, welcome to the party. Bitch, I'm a duck. Get me lit. Gun on my head. One in the head. Send in the clip. Baby. Baby, don't trip. Just lower your tone. Cause you can get hit. It's big on that 12 LBOA. I'll make a call in the store. I bet I kicked out the door. I bet I sent him to the Lord. Uh, got a bad bitch from overseas. Got a 10-pack up in my jeans I'm in my hand in the stores huh? Don't try and run up on my feet I knock a nigga out of sleeves While I'm selling down his feet huh? Double G for the team No Alicia, I got keys Don't get your car switched She the cooler in the cooler He's still a ooler He don't settle for nothing huh? Bluffing Pussy boy stuff while I bluffing 380 hold a ruler I know some niggas that'll shoot you for nothing Run Ricky, yeah, he run it Run Ricky, yeah, he run it Baby, welcome to the party I'm off the money to Zane the lead, that's why I'm over retarded. That's why I'm over retarded. Baby, welcome to the party. Huh? I hit the boy up and then I go skate in the Rari. Baby, welcome to the party. Bitch, I'm a duck. Get me lit. Gun on my head. One in the head. Ten in the clip. Baby. Baby, don't trip. Slow your tone. Slow your tone. Pistol on my side 
Case is filled. She filled my mind up with ideas. I'm the highest in the room. Hope I make it out of here. Please stressing about the loop. My block made a case real. This not the Molly, this the boot. Ain't no coming back from here. Little life a lot familiar. It's so much gain that I can't see her. And we are back and I got some very special guests with me today. One by way of my phone in New York, we got Mr. Marv with us, Rock Nation Brunch Twitter. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, more of an employed by, but that's cool. Um, and, and, hey, you see? Stunting. <laughs> right nah, and early in the episode. That's funny. I, I just see the jokes on Twitter. I don't want to fall into it. <laughs> you know <laughs> and we got a very special guest with me today as well. Um, we got my boy CJ Casanova, as people may know him on Twitter. And um, today's episode, see, y'all don't know the the history that I have with, with CJ. I've been picking CJ's brain like forever and a day now when it comes mm-hmm. to relationships and all my, my men issues. Um all the way down to gym and fitness. That's and, correct. That is correct. And um, having <clears throat> a strong mind and a strong will. And also all the way down to finances, which is what today's episode is about, actually. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for the people who may not know who CJ is, what do you want the people to know about you? Um, I just like the people to know that I'm, I'm black. Um, I'm a minority. I'm all about success, progression. And defining, redefining statistics, redefining odds, um, that's pretty much it. I want to be a professional deal maker. I don't want to be put under any any one genre. You can just call me a professional deal maker. You know what a I mean? A professional deal maker. A professional maker. deal maker. If I can't have it, a colleague of mine can. You know what I mean? If I can connect the dots, I will. You know what I mean? You're the plug. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want to say the plug. I just want to be able to bridge the Yo, gap. The heavy talk. You know you what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't want to call that. I would just like to say I like to just bridge the gap and, and you know, each one teach one and, and there's strength in numbers. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I don't really, I don't really, I wouldn't know what to call myself. You know, I'm not really self-centered, so I wouldn't, I don't even think of that. You know what I mean? So I'll go off of whatever any other people label me. And for those who may not know, you recently launched your own podcast. Yeah, I am one half of the My Way, My Terms self-development podcast. My co-host is Josh, better known as The Promiser. Um, We do have our own self-development show, and it's an honor to be here with you. You know, uh, I look forward to being a passenger in your vehicle today, you know what I mean? (laughs) Allowing you to navigate us through this episode, you know? So thank you, Posh. Well, you're welcome, and thank you for joining me. And thank you, Marv, for joining me, because I know I hit you up very last minute, and I said, you know what? You seem like you know he what you be, be talking free. about. He's in New York and he might have nothing to do right now. No, it was more like you might know what the fuck you're talking about, you know. So let's try to get yeah. some heavy hitters in the building with me today and, and let's talk about finances because um, I think that it's important. You know, everybody has different walks of life. And I think that it's important, especially during these times, right? We're talking about we're right in the middle of what the nation has declared, where the world has declared. Um, a pandemic with the coronavirus. And we've seen a lot of changes. Um, You know, people woke up one day and just, they didn't have a job anymore. 
Um, people woke up one day and they realized that their way of living was going to be changed. And it definitely wasn't for the better. And, um, I've been one of those people fortunate enough to still have a job. I know you're somebody who's still fortunate enough to still have a job. We both work from home. CJ actually is a business owner. Um, So, you know, he kind of, you know, kind of has a a sense of control over, you know, his business, although I'm sure that it's affected you as well. So Mm -hmm. I think that, you know... I, I tend to put out a lot of like entertainment and a lot of lighthearted episodes, but I think that this is something that should be talked about as well, you know? Right. Um, so I know for myself, also being a minority, um, I've told the story before in a previous podcast how, you know, I'm of Dominican descent. So I was born in Jersey, so I'm in a, I'm Americanized, but my grandmother came to America with the dream, right? That's what everybody, you know, dreams of. You know, America is the land of opportunity. This is where you can make shit happen. This is um, a capitalist, you know, nation. There's equality here as opposed to maybe in Dominican Republic, there was no middle class. And I think even to this day, there really isn't a middle class. You either have it or you don't. And that's That's where it's going. That's where it's going. There's not going to be a middle class once this is over with. Right. Yeah, so... I'm and loving that you're getting into this. This eliminates the middle class. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so I'm sorry. It puts the rest of the people on the same kind of like level. It puts everyone else on the same level. And there's a bunch of people that are going to grow accustomed now to being off of government assistance, too, that have never been on it. Mm. So, um, yeah, things are going to start changing really quickly. Things have already begun changing to, to piggyback with what you guys are saying. I think um, in going with in regards to what Posh was saying, I think everybody woke up one day and realized that it's time to be grown men and grown women right now. You know what I mean? I think a lot of us took life for a gamble up until this situation happened. And um, now it's forcing everybody to look in the mirror whether you want to or you don't. You know what I mean? Whether you're self-employed or you're employed by somebody, you know what I mean? Like life has turned into the fourth quarter with two minutes left. And it's a matter of, did you did you prepare for anything like this? Did you fuck off all of your money? Thinking that, you know, you had the luxury of getting the next paycheck or did you live, you know, below your means? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I think that for a lot of us, myself included, I have to really say that it has forced me to, um, you know, look in the mirror and see what I can do differently. Because I always pride myself in coming from a hardworking family. That's all I've known. All the women in my family are very strong women. And it's been a battle for me only because no situation is the same, right? And on top of the fact that we're living in times where there's a lot of uncharted territory, you know, and not to say that they didn't have their own struggles growing up. However, it was different times. So I find myself where... You know, like if I look at my mom, well, my mom is married. So there was always two incomes in the household, whether my dad wanted it or not, because my dad was very old school and he always wanted my mom to be a stay at home mom and raise his girls. But my mom, because she came from an impoverished upbringing, she never believed in just having that liability be on my dad. She always wanted her own out of that fear of not having and growing up not having. Great woman. I look at my aunt who also came from Dominican Republic, 
again, with that dream of America is the land of opportunity. And, you know, she went from working in a warehouse because in New Jersey, I mean, that's really like a lot of the industry is what it is, you know, working in a warehouse up until the day that she went into labor, then decided that, you know what I want to do, I want more for myself and I want more for my son now. So she transitioned into getting her cosmetology license and was a beautician for years, then decided, you know what, I'm tired of this shit, went into real estate, which is how I got into real estate because oh, okay. I was her assistant. Nice. And, you know, now she's a millionaire. You'll never think it looking at her. As it's but, supposed to be. But she's definitely, you know what I'm saying, got in her bag and earned her stripes in the real estate game. And like I was telling to, uh, I was talking to Marv earlier on the way here and I was telling him, you know, I admire her because I feel like out of both situations, you know, of immediate women in the family, my grandmother definitely being the OG. Like, if it wasn't for her, none of this would have been possible. We would have still been in Dominican Republic. But then looking at my mom's lifestyle, how she grew up and she had a husband and then my aunt did not. And she did everything herself as a single mom. Then here am I where I kind of resonate with her more. Mm -hmm. But the problem is. How can I? She came from poverty. Like when I say poverty, I'm talking about they didn't even have floors. They had dirt as floors. So her hunger and her ambition is something completely different from mine. Because although I was born in the hood in a basement apartment, I didn't see the type of poverty that she'd seen in Dominican Republic. Yeah, for sure. So my level, I almost feel sometimes guilty because I find myself sometimes feeling complacent in comparison to maybe the ambition that the women in my family prior to me have. Well, I'll say, and sorry to cut you off, guilt is good because guilt is going to force you to level up. You know what I mean? Even though you may not, you don't, you don't have to beat yourself up, but when you look and you feel guilty for something, that means you could be doing more. You should be doing more. Why aren't you doing more? You know what I mean? And that's where the I'm an American kind of kicks in because I didn't see the struggle that they seen. So it's very easy for me to say, well, yeah, I could be doing more. You're absolutely right. There's those days where I feel like I'm not doing enough. But mm -hmm. then I also have those days where I feel like the hunger isn't the same because my struggle wasn't the same as them. And although I know maybe sometimes eh, I really shouldn't be buying that right now because that money could be going to something else. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you kind of have that thing inside of you that makes you feel like, well, what the fuck am I busting my ass for if I can't even enjoy something so small? Am I supposed to hoard away all my money and be an extremist? Well, I'll say this. If, so, if, if, so there's two things. <laughs> Let me jump in here because I'm the same way. Like, I mean, and we're, like, I think CJ, right, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you're first-generation-born American, um, or you just grew up here in American culture. Like, I'm first-generation-born. My parents came from Cape Road, West Africa, like, grew up in the same village. There's still kids that walk around barefoot there every day, like, on stones and cobblestone streets and everything like that. So, like, last time I went back, still had no hot water in the crib where I was staying. Um, where it's a house that my grandmother grew up in. I have a cousin that lives in the house where my dad grew up in, all that type of stuff. So... <coughs> Same exact way, right? Like, I've been over there, but you come here and you can buy a $200 pair of shoes and be okay with it, like, feel guilty. Um, but at the same time, it's, like, twofold. Like, yeah, you can live your life, because my mom came from that, but she still drives Benz. So, like, I've seen both sides to where it's, like, yo, hustle and go do everything that you have to do and acquire as much as you can material-wise and enjoy the money that you're working for, because you can't leave it behind. Like, it's, once you're gone, you're gone. Um, but right now, I would say as it relates to this conversation, we're talking about this pandemic, like 
everyone just needs to cut all that shit out. Like, it's time to learn a lot of those habits that we've seen our parents grow up doing and stacking their bread um, just because we don't know what's going to happen in a month, two months, six months, eight months, 12 months. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of just, like, play both sides on that side. No, I agree. And I also say that I feel like if you feel guilty, that means you have, you know, we have like the, what is it, a conscience? We have like the good conscience, the bad conscience. Mm -hmm. If you feel guilty, that means you, you at least have the balance of the two. So if you feel guilty, that means you know better. If some people, some mm -hmm. people don't even understand the, the emotion of what guilt is because they don't know any better. So they're, yeah. they, they may be a little bit more safe than the person that does. Because if you feel guilt, you do know a little bit better. And then we can justify yeah. as humans however we choose to. But in the back of our mind, we know, fuck, you yeah. know what I mean? I should be doing and better. And you had the conversation with yourself already, right? Like you correct. went through that process. There's some people that are just ignorant to the fact, period. Right. They don't even know how to check themselves. Yeah, in other one hundred percent. Yeah, and I think that if we're discussing finances, I think we need, it, it needs to begin with ourself. You know what I mean? Because we can't yeah. we can't amount money without knowing what our self value is, without what our self worth is. You know what I mean? We gotta mm -hmm. we have to have some sort of picture to paint as to what we aspire to have. I feel like if we don't know how to identify um, what we want to be or what we'd like to uh, eventually become. We're gonna always fuck our money off, you know what I mean? Because we're never gonna see, Absolutely. we'll never see the bigger picture because we haven't really identified who we are as a person. Are, are, do you view yourself as a king? Do you view yourself as a queen? Yep. Are you a prince, a princess, a servant, or a peasant? You know what I mean? And I don't mean that in anything negative. I just mean it like when you look in the mirror. Everybody has a role to play, and I think that part of also we should we should probably say in this episode that not everyone is meant to be. A boss. I agree. Because I think that there is, in especially like now in this generation where everybody feels like, oh, I want to be a business owner and I'm going to get my own money and I want to be my own boss. And everybody gets so caught up in this title of owner or boss mm -hmm. or whatever the fuck they want to label themselves without realizing that when you yep. do that, you've pushed yourself in a position. It's not just the title. There's a hell of a lot of work that's going to go into whether you're a successful business owner or if you're just going to be a business owner. I filed this LLC, therefore that LLC belongs to me, but there's no fruits coming from. 100%. And I, it's still an expense until there are fruits. Yeah, right. and I think money that went out, like you just spent a couple hundred dollars. How are you making that back? Yeah, and I think we have to look at who's pushing the narrative. As you know, social media is a fucked up place because we'll go on social media and we'll see people pushing the narrative of being your own boss. Right. You know what I mean? And the, and the trajectory that it, it reaches on people, it, it it confuses people. The same person that's telling you to be a boss ain't really no boss. Right. So it, it can get the shit misconstrued really easily. Whereas you'll think, oh man, I need to be an entrepreneur. It's not for everybody. I agree wholeheartedly. I would, I'd personally rather be an employee. You know what I mean? But again, you when know, you when damn you, well you ain't gonna be no employee. You don't, I don't be, have a choice. You don't <laughs> like being told what to do. Exactly. I don't have a choice. But I'm I'm just telling you what's yeah. better for me because you know I, I probably open and close over five businesses you know what I mean I'll tell you straight up like my hairline is a is a is a is a product of, of what's happened you know what I mean still here but I, I've got stress I've got grays in my beard these, I'll keep hey, it all the way a thousand these you know what gray I mean? hairs but, in my edges honey they are not forgiving you know what I mean but th th 
what happens is there's people on social media pushing a narrative when they're not qualified to even speak on certain things. And it gets a lot of smoke and mirrors where people get the shit confused. And that's why I say, you know, people think it's better to be a certain way when in reality, it's just best to find out what works for you. So I agree with what you're saying. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody's not meant to be a boss, but that does not mean you cannot um, accumulate the fruits of labor to whatever your heart desires. So you don't have to be a boss, yeah. but if you still aspire to make $50,000, it's attainable. You don't have to be a boss, but yeah. if you aspire to make six figures, it's still attainable without being a boss. A boss. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Not everyone wants to own a phantom, and that's completely okay. But you should just want to do better, period. Whatever right. it is that you're doing, like, just try to do better. But it's not everyone. You'll get frustrated as a person if you put those expectations on other people to take the approach that you approach or live with the passion towards whatever it is that you do, whether it be business or finance or whatever it is. Um, if you want everyone to operate at that level, you'll drive yourself crazy because, like, that's what makes you unique is, like, how hard you go to something that you believe in. Right. So when we talk about finances, let's break it down to the basics. And when I say the basics, let's talk about expenses versus saving. In your opinion, CJ, what is that healthy balance? Expenses, what you need to live, how you want to live, as opposed to what you're putting in your bank account for your savings well, for that rainy day. Again, I'll always say it, it always you have to start with a dream. And what do you what, when you look at TV or when you look at people in the real world, like what what attracts your mind? You know what I mean? Are you attracted to like what level? You know what I mean? And see where you fit in. If you don't have nothing to aspire to have, you'll never know what. You'll never know when to put a limit or you'll never know when to cap things. You know what I mean? I'll say life isn't a game. So I'll say you need to be strict. You know what I mean? I know we're humans. We're always going to go back on the crutch of saying, you know, I'm human, but blah, blah, blah. Yo, what do you want? If you can identify what you want, there's not going to be a crutch to lean on after that. There's only a crutch to lean on when you really haven't decided what you want in life. Because if you know, I want to make 60 grand a year and drive a Benz, there's, you're going to do what it has to do to get there. But if you don't know you want to make 60000 you're just living, you know what I mean, all over the place. You're not going to know what to save. You're not going to know what to spend on. I'll say it's okay to sit on the bench. There's nothing wrong with sitting on the bench for even three months. That's short. You know what I mean? The club is always going to be here. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay to sit on the bench. It's okay to treat the pandemic as, like, normal. Like, I've gone plenty of times in my times of coming up purposely don't get a haircut. If you don't have a haircut, your hair is not done, you're not going to go outside. You're going to sit your ass home. You're going to develop. Right, because you don't want people to see you, you like that. You don't want no one so. to see you because you're you out of pocket. What is the point of getting a haircut, pulling up to the club, and you you can't even afford to be there? You're not missing out on anything. <laughs> we were just talking about that. <laughs> Because you're out of your, you're out of your means. Yeah, like it's. It, I just say this is simple, man. Like, think of it when you were a child, when you were in high school and you had your first job. You know what I mean? When you can get that one bedroom apartment, like you can make, you can live off of twenty five thousand dollars a year. I'm talking about you get like some, you get a right. car for a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, no car payment, or get you a, a, an entry level economy car where you're paying two fifty a month. You keep your bills extremely low. You can survive off of twenty five thousand dollars. You can a year. survive. That's the word. But the if key you're, word. but if you're on a journey to bigger and better, what is there's nothing wrong with surviving off of twenty five grand. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? You might yield 35, 40. I'm telling you to survive off 25. Off so of you 25. use the difference to save however you can. I think people get discouraged when they say, I want to save $500 this month. And then they can only be like, well, once the 29th hits, I only have 150. It didn't reach the goal of 500. Fuck it, I'm going to spend it. Save the 150. Like, at the end of the day, save whatever you can. Create a budget, create a plan, create like a vision board. I'm saying like what it is you want and do everything that it takes to align yourself to eventually receive those things. You know, yeah. I mean? I th- I, it's I that simple. I'm somebody that was never great at budgeting um, just because like, again, with the family I come from and the culture and everything like that, no matter what it was, it was still kept secret. Like you don't really share your finances or anything like that. So just even the idea and going back to see, and see just like what you know or what you aspire to have, like if you've never seen bank accounts with X amount of dollars in them, like what are you aspiring to have in your savings if you've never seen it? So for me, like my older brother played that role in my life where, you know, I've seen six figures in one account and six figures in the other accounts and like, oh, okay, cool. Like that's where I got to get to. Um, and then again, like, you know, to go off posh of what you said about CJ, like I've been doing the same for years with CJ going back to maybe we met each other in like 2010 or 2011. Um, even when I was at UCF finishing up the school, like I would stop by CJ's crib. We would talk a lot and I knew what level he was at at that time. And then he would just be pulling up in the hoopty. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Yo. Like, and then it just gave me that idea of like, yo, it's just all about personal comfort. Like, he he pulled out the BMW today. The nigga said that the hoopty wasn't going to make yeah. it, so he pulled out heavy today. Nah, man. So, like, I pulled up and he rolled down the windows the first time we actually, like, linked up, like, outside of nightlife. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, there's a level of comfort that you have to have with yourself that nothing else really matters. It's like, where are you trying to get to? And then when you get there, you can look back and say, like, hey, look. Right? Y'all didn't understand what I was doing, but this is why I was rolling down my windows in the hoopty on certain days of the week and certain days I could pull out my beam my beam and pull up. So um I just can think like having people around too that like give you that type of understanding is a plays a big, big part. I think that's definitely a cheat code, Marv. That person. Yeah. I think that's definitely a cheat code, Marv, but I'll say I'm always gonna be conflicting because you know, I don't want this to be where everyone agrees. Even though I do agree with you, yeah, yeah, but there's yeah. going to be the the listeners, <laughs> the listeners at home are not. Right. There's going to be something that's going to say, "Yo, I don't have a family member that has six figures. I don't, I, ha- I don't have a friend that has six figures." And that's why right. I'll always go right. back and say, "Look in the mirror, be at peace with who you are." It's okay if you don't have the physical looks that you want. It's okay if your bank account's not where you want it to be, but f- make a mark and find somewhere where you feel comfortable and where you want to reach. Because once you have self-esteem, if I can teach self-esteem to people, oh nigga, that's all you need. Because if you had the self-esteem, you'll have the self-confidence. You will, you will naturally develop the patience to sit on the bench when you say, you know what, I'm a queen. I'm just, I just haven't evolved into that yet. Right. You know what I mean? And I also think that, um, you know, I was, I was born into a Christian household, whether I live my life that way or not. I think that there are principles that have stuck with me. And one of the biggest things that you know, I always pull on is in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. Mm. So I think that also having um, a sound 
support system, you know, and it doesn't have to always be family. Thank God for you, Marv, that you did have an older brother that you could look up to that kind of, you know, went there before you did and, and laid out somewhat of a blueprint for you to follow and, and, you know, for you to look up to. Thank God for me. I have my aunt that I can, you know, I can look back and I can, you know, I can call her and I can talk to her about certain things, you know, but if you're somebody out there listening and you don't have that, find yourself a mentor, align yourself back to what CJ was saying align yourself with what it is that you want to do. It starts with you and looking at yourself in the mirror and understanding, okay, this is where I'm trying to go. And then find people that are doing where you're trying to go. Align yourself with those people because those people have already been where you're at and they're going to be able to tell you, okay, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. Okay, you have this idea. This is how you go about it. You know, they avoid those pitfalls mm -hmm. because they've already walked there before you have. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that, man. That's and what, go ahead, even Mark. with all those people around, it's still going to be like the most extremely challenging thing. And oh, yeah. self-accountability is going to have to be insane. Uh, but, yo, sit down. Like right now is the perfect time to learn how to eat rice and beans, you know what I mean? Make your food stretch for a little bit of and time. That, shit, that, that home, shit needs to be whatever. fucking easy, bro. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That shit needs to be easy, bro. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we don't even got time to be going back and forth when, when people want to reach, or if people say they want to be successful, it shouldn't even be a challenge to say we need to go back mm. to the rice and beans. That shit tastes good. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We I'm talking yeah, right. to I'm talking to black and Spanish America. I'm not talking to white America. You know what I mean? And I'm not being racist. Right. I'm talking right, to the nah. people that come from poverty-stricken oppression. That is already what you used to. Like we already ate pork and beans, bro. We already ate Kool-Aid with sugar in it. Like we grew up on it. Like we got to get back to the basics and 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 never lean on yeah. no crutch because if you got that crutch, life life is real. You can go outside and get killed. You can go outside and, and not have no money for whatever you want. So there's no need for a crutch. This is basics. If right. somebody there is to tell you, look, man, if you go by these guidelines, just follow the blueprint. Like if you don't trust nothing else in life, just Find somebody else that's doing better and just do exactly what they're doing. Even if you doubt it, you can't be worse than where you're already at. So why not give it a try? You know right. what I mean? Why not give it a try to just say, man, let me just get up under your wing or let me. I'm going to always go back to self-esteem. If you really view yourself as somebody, even if you haven't amounted to it today, if you view yourself as that person, um, act royal in your own fashion, be treated like a king to be. Um, to get that same respect. You know, if you move like a queen, niggas is going to respect you like a queen. You know what I mean? Whether you pulling up in a nice car or not, people read energy. They feel it. You know what I mean? It, it, you can't hide it. You know what right. I mean? So I just feel like get in, get, get in line and just want more for yourself. The minute you want more for yourself, even if you don't have the resources, you will naturally accumulate the resources because you will expand your network of people. Right. You know what I mean? You'll say, right. oh, shit, Amber, it's the first time I met you. I met you on Twitter. Yo, let's link up again. If I, You know what I mean? It's that simple. You know right. what I mean? When you see what some people have going on and there's six degrees of separation. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know you fuck with Marv the same way I fuck with Marv. Like, it's, it's, we're all that connected. Yo, Rock Nation Twitter, what up? Man, I, I, yeah, I don't know anything about Rock Nation Twitter. I just do work. I just, I just work. Um, that's it. You know, know what, though? Yo, there's no two hundred dollar dates right now. Everyone should save money. <laughs> no two hundred dollar dates. Yo, there, there's, there is. Uh, <laughs> 
And again, I haven't had a dinner in a month. <laughs> Yo, and speaking you about you ain't Uber eating no no quarantine bay food. No, no, you're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and speaking and of the two hundred and the two hundred dollar date conversation, real quick, even on on, uh, on uh, any subject matter when it comes to finances, because I always see on Twitter where people will bash something really fast, and I feel like the the majority of people that bash the things are the people that can't afford those things. Right. If you aspire, if you would, there was times I aspired to be able to go to the club to buy a bottle to the face when I could not afford it. If you aspire to take a woman on a two hundred dollar date, you will not bash it. You will simply sit on the bench and work harder till the day you can afford to give to be able it. to court so, her. On that, yeah. you know what I mean. So that's what I'm saying. It's always going to lead back to who do you see when you look in the mirror. Like, get comfortable in who, what you what you see. If if you don't like what you see in the mirror, ask yourself why. How can we get to a place where I can I can be comfortable in my own skin? Right. I don't think there's a lot of people really comfortable with their identities. They're not. They're not. There's a lot of people who I feel like have an identity crisis. They're trying to figure out who they are and where do they fit in this world. Um, but I also will say, and this like, is really exposing it since people are stuck at home with themselves and families, and like, Listen. can't really go outside and flex on social media. That's people it. are losing it. So yeah, I'm just here, like, yo, I'm chilling. Everyone's like, oh my god, how's everything? I'm like, just another day. Like, I'm chilling. Like, I know I can't go outside like that. So it's like, I'm cool. This is, I'm a homebody, anyways. I live by myself. I lived by myself for three plus years with no roommates or anything. So it's like, I'm used to this. I'll be all right, but a lot of people, you see people, like, kind of going through the emotions, and it's like, just deal with it and go through those emotions now, because, like, hopefully on the other side, then you'd be more comfortable within your own skin. That's what I'm saying. If, if, if you aren't comfortable in your own skin, if you don't have self-esteem, if you don't have self-worth, if you don't know where you want to be, tell me in the same sentence afterwards, how are you going to be able to control your dollar? How? How? It, it, there's, there's no way. If you're not comfortable with who you are, there is no way you can be uncomfortable in your skin while still learning how to manage money in the same sentence. It, it doesn't correlate. Well, that's very true because you see people like, I'll never, I never forget when that. I was... Um when I was growing up, one of my jobs as a teenager was I was cleaning houses. Mm -hmm. And I remember I used to go to these houses in Metuchen and there were these big ass homes, you know, beautiful cribs and there was this one lady in particular she owned an italian um an italian market in matuch and she had a very beautiful home we used to clean the the store we used to clean her house but if you would see her you would never think she had money because she was wearing the most basic white tee jeans no brand shoes and then but it makes you think right why is it that us as a minority our way of showing off our wealth is through the material. I mean, never had it, so you want it. It's always something. It's a good again. It's material aspirations, like, and you gotta have certain levels of aspirations. Now, where you direct those aspirations, whether you want to direct them to like a pair of fair guys that probably run a few hundred dollars, or you want to say like, yo, I want to acquire this house or this building or whatever it is. But I think that's where it comes back to, like a lot of people that didn't have one and when you're able to buy it like and you're not comfortable or you don't know how to like you know take that l right now for something greater later you're just gonna go and buy that that's what is because you never had it it's deeper than this deeper than all the above man and that's that's the thing about this whole thing we call life man like we are put here it's oppression bro this shit is beat is beaten into our subconscious for i don't know how many generations in that's the reason why you can be like you know what 
let me pull up and buy this designer shit even though I really don't have the money. That's the reason why you'll say, well, Dan, she had money, but I never knew. The people, we all from the islands. Everybody from the islands back in the days knows if you had some paper, you still driving that Toyota Tercel looking like you broke, but you got money because it's bigger than that. But Mm -hmm. when when we enter into the world of America where they're systematically putting things in our way to keep us dumbed down, just know that and then, and then treat it like a video game afterwards. If you know they're systematically putting you here to keep you dumbed down, let's step away from the box. Let's look at it from a different angle. Let's say, yo, how can we combat these things so that I don't fall into the rat race of being just like every other person? You black, you Spanish, you wasn't shit any motherfucking ways. They told you you wasn't shit. So because you wasn't shit, that's enough drive right there to say, you know what? I need to get up off my ass and do something because even if I fail, I wasn't shit anyways. Right. So I have nothing to lose by going after what I aspire to have because they labeled me not shit. So every time I win, I'm beating the system. Right. They say if they call you ugly, go after and bag the girl, bag the guy anyway. Because if you bag the person, you was winning because they labeled you ugly anyway. You ain't have a chance. You ain't have a chance. It was something you said on Twitter the other day that I was like, yo, talk your shit. Because you were like, when everything is said and done, they switch the rules up on a nigga again. And guess what? I'm still in here for the long haul. Yeah, everything is everything is long term. Mm. I'm I'm hard on women because. Women yeah, he's run definitely women. hard on me. Trust me. Every time I call him and I want to be a girl, oh that nigga don't. Eat. He gives me thirty seconds of me being a girl before he's like, "I right, back to reality now." What? Yeah, I'm the Sagittarius. The, I'm the brutally <laughs> honest. I'm the brutally honest person. Um, I don't really. I'm. I got. You gotta have thick skin to be around me. I'm not the. I'm not the everyday friend. I'm the one that's gonna tell you what you probably need to hear that you don't want to hear. Um, women, you guys run yeah. the world. You guys are beautiful. Um, we we are nothing without you guys. There's no reason why you shouldn't have whatever whatever it is that you aspire to have because. Even if you don't have the skill, you have beautiful looks. You can go and manipulate your way through anything and everything. You know what I mean? It can sound brash, but it's the truth. There is nothing that you shouldn't be able to set your eyes on that you cannot have. You guys, everything that men do is for women. Everything. You know what I mean? So why can't you go? I grew up in a household. My mom's a hustler. So that shit is crazy. Like, yo, there's nothing like an ambitious woman. Yeah, it's it's the easiest thing. Women just be chilling. It's like, what? Yeah, because if you work hard and you and you suck at it, let's say let's say, let's be, let's do it all the way the worst. You aspire to do something new. Let's say you're terrible at it. Just because you're a woman and you're trying, somebody is going to be willing to give you a helping hand. Period. No matter what, like the world is always going to open a door. Not everybody. The chivalry will always revolve around women. So I don't. I don't. I hate to see women not living the best that they can because I'm just like, why? Why? Why not? You know what I mean? See, this is the thing. And guys always want to go there with the whole woman and your looks and stuff like that. And people, you hear guys say all the go time, there. oh, if mm. I had a pussy, I would have done I wouldn't say that. I, well, I'm I know. No, no, no. I ain't talking about you, but I've heard the narrative before. Oh, if I had a pussy, I would have had all this shit because I, I, I. Okay, yes, in theory, because as a man, you're wired differently. So it's different for a man to be very mechanical as opposed to, yeah, a woman woman we have all of these things to our advantage the problem is we motherfucking emotional so we get hung up we get hung up on things and because we're not wired to be calculated as a man is a man is very calculated i feel even when it comes down to finances when it comes down to even picking a mate 
You may have the baddest bitch and you have, may have been rocking with her for however long time. But if you know that she's not wifey material, goodbye, bitch. You know why? Because you don't fit my long term. As opposed to a girl will sit there and know her nigga ain't shit. But because we love him and we see the potential and what we want him to be, we will make the wrong move based off of emotion. Again, it's always going to go back into what do you want out of life, though? Again, I'm always going to go back and say, mm-hmm. what do you aspire to have? What I, I want my men- ancient nigga to be shit for me. And, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. And, and unfortunately, you gotta find a new one. Exactly. You know what I mean? And you can groom, you can help groom children, but not changing a grown ass man. You're you know absolutely right. Like, and and I can say that because I'm somebody who changed myself. I used to be a dude. I used to be one of these dudes running around wild crazy, and it's just like yo. So it's a personal choice. You're gonna do it regardless, so you're not gonna do no, it. No, it is so a personal choice. There's nobody choice. that's gonna make you change. Period. Free so, will, man. Free will is anything. Yeah, facts. Free will is crazy. It, it, everything you say, like what you're saying, Posh, it sounds like we're speaking on grown woman and grown man time. Anything outside of that is is kitty shit. A grown woman when she's fully in her shell, she's gonna she's gonna know what she wants. She may not have it. The man may not have it. But when they know what they want, like I know what kind of woman I aspire to have. That's the type of woman I have. You right. know what I mean? I feel and, like there's no and most men. Most men are intimidated by that, and women don't even take advantage of it. Like, yo, like 90% of guys are, like, intimidated by that woman that's, like, assertive and knows what she wants. It's, like, no bullshit. Like, you don't no, have trust to... trust me. We know they intimidated. There's a lot of ones that ended up on the chopping block, and I'm like, damn! You know, like you said um, about men being calculated, I'll say we are who we surround ourselves with. There's a hundred... There's, let's say, a hundred percent... Who, what do you spend your 33% of your time with? Three, 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 nine, 33 right. point something. S- right. Divvy it up. You know what I mean? Like surround yourself with people who have, who move a little different while you still keep your core social group. You know what I mean? Like expand, like go find, you need to always have you a, a, a married friend, a successfully married friend, a successfully single friend, and a, a friend that lives in between both so that you know how to navigate and say what you aspire to be and what you wouldn't want to be like. But if you have none of those things in your life to, to, to grasp on, like it's going to be even that much harder. You know what I mean? But map out, like know what you want, like know the kind of man you want. You don't have to, you don't have to entertain everything that comes your way. Right. Everybody that you exchange numbers with, it, it doesn't mean that it has to equate into your next boyfriend or girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like they can be good looking, but if they don't fall under the, the the criteria list, then you don't have to entertain them past just, you know, sleeping with each other. If that's what you want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it don't have to be all these emotions and shit. Like it doesn't have to be all that. You use your free will to entertain it. And whatever, like you, you, we repeat what we don't repair. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Say it again for the people with the chief seats in the back. <laughs> You know, know, we repeat what we don't repair. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's always going to go back into self-mastery, self-love, self-worth. If you don't even know what you value as yourself, you don't if you don't value what what people can and cannot say to you, like you're you're already you're already preparing to lose. You know what I mean? And if you don't I'm all over the place. We repeat what we don't repair. You know what I mean? Have we repaired where we fucked up at? Yeah, I think people just need to put more of an emphasis on protecting your energy and who you're sharing that energy with and who you're exchanging energy with. Like me, my my zone is super protected. 
Like, I really speak to who I want to speak to or I'm intended to speak to, whether it's for business or whether it's personal or one of my boys that I grew up with or a loved one. And it's like, and outside of that, it's just like, yo, you have to reduce, like, we only have a certain amount of capacity. And if right. you let nonsense fill up a majority of that mental capacity that you have, right. then it's gone. You not really have any positivity to focus on the good stuff that you got going on or that you need to be focused on. It's right. just, like, all wasteful energy. Right. And it's like, there's people that, like, I don't let people get to me or, like, Gosh. have a conversation with me. If I really don't want to, it's just like, yeah, that's it. You're just not going to get a response. We're just not going to build this right. type of relationship or whatever. But I agree. that's completely Absolutely. okay. <laughs> and I will say that, that I feel like the people that I've seen be successful, their time is limited. And they absolutely control what they're putting their time and effort and energy to. And with that said, I guess I want to give you an opportunity, CJ, to kind of give the people a background as far as like what you do and how you got there business-wise. Um, shit, I wish I had a mentor. <laughs> I wish, yeah, I, I grew up with a big brother, but I never had no mentor. Um, I had my best friend, uh, my other dude right here. We grew up saving lunch money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have a microwave in my house until I was in senior year in high school. You know what I mean? And I was told, like, I grew up, my brother was on the most wanted list at the neighborhood gas station. He wasn't most wanted when his friends was on the run, but he used, his, he used my brother's identity. You know what I'm saying? I grew up where I got a phone call. Hey, your brother's getting locked up at the Winn-Dixie store. He got locked up, you know what I mean, with a receipt in his hand. I grew up around oppression, you know what I mean? So I grew up told you wasn't going to be shit. I grew up hearing all the negative things, and I just turned it into a positive. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't have a problem failing. You wasn't, they told you wasn't shit. Use that to your advantage. You know what I mean? Like, you can't change how you look, so just go with it. Just, just own everything, and once you can accept who you are, it's going to make everything that much easier. You're not going to be afraid to fail. Like, you know, I, I treat life with the mentality of, you know what, I, I'll, I'll have more regret not trying versus failing. So if I, God forbid, if my shit doesn't go how I need it to, I'll go pack up and live in my mom's house. You know what I mean? If I pull up, the, if I pulled up in my hoopty and I, and you heard me speak, you're going to respect me whether I drove a hoopty or my BMW. So like all that material shit don't matter. What matters is what's in the mind. You know what I mean? And your mind will, 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 will turn into the materials. Like your brain will produce whatever the fuck it is your heart desires, guaranteed. So I don't, I can't answer that other than saying like, I just have no problem being fearless. You know, I'll go sit in my mom's house, God forbid, and watch, I'll, I'll pay $60, get an Xbox prescription, and I'll watch porn and jack my dick every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm keeping it all the way a thousand with you because I, I'd rather do that. I'm keeping it all the way a thousand because whatever's in my brain, I believe it's going to turn into something magnificently huge one day. Mm -hmm. And I have no problem dying over it and failing over it. That's why I say, oh, people might uh, assume whatever, but like, yo, I, I have so many scars from, from losing, you know what I mean? But I've won and I'm going to continue to win. And I'll say, you, you got to do the same. As a small business owner, how do you think that what's going on currently in the world is going to affect your business? I know that that's something that you have to have thought a million times over because I know you. You don't even like to sleep when you like in that zone. I mean, to be honest, man, it's it's, it's affected the shit. You know, essentials are still out there. You got a tow truck company. So the volume of cars being towed have dramatically decreased. But 
again, man, life is fucked up. You know what I mean? This pandemic will have you look in the mirror, whether you want to look in the mirror or not, especially for men at this point, because men are fathers. We, we're, the, we're supposed to be the leaders of the household. You know what I mean? Like now is the time where you don't want to look your, your wives or your girlfriends or your kids in the face and, and not be able to provide for them. You know what I mean? Like we need to use this time as a lesson to 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 cross our T's and dot our I's, save money. And and it's okay if you only make forty thousand dollars a year or fifty thousand or whatever the dollar amount you make a year, you need to be able to say, when I get off of work, I need to build a side hustle. I need to build something else. If you are not content where you are financially. You, are. you know what I mean? Um, I can sit down all year. You know what I mean? I, I'm fully prepared. That if, this shit could shut down all year, and I won't miss a car payment. I won't miss a mortgage, none of that. I've prepared for times like this all of my life, and, like, I've studied the Great Depression, 1929 to the 1930s. Like, this is going to be one of the biggest changes of wealth, and I want to be a part of it. Right. You know what I mean? So I'll just say, use this time now to always pretend, like, just live, smoke you some weed and just live and pretend, my nigga. Like, always prepare, like, yo, what if this happened? Would you be prepared to to handle it? You know what I mean? And a lot of people aren't. And unfortunately, it's going to be a lot of fuck shit that's going to happen. The middle class will be completely wiped away. They said a statistic where the average American has $1,100 to their name. There's going to be a lot of people that make six figures that live check to check. And they're going to crash and burn right now, unfortunately. And I, I've been living through depression just for the, the, my heart seeing other people. But you got to prepare for the, for the storms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. There's there's this thing called a financial advisor. They have them at banks go into the thing and ask to speak to a financial advisor. Ask them, hey, what what could I do if I, if I invested $150 a month? You never know. It might double in 10 years. You know what I mean? And this is a fact, though. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different financial... IRA would change your life. Yeah, there's so many different... Retirement age. Yeah, there's so many different... Just that. Um, investment vehicles we can get into. You don't have to learn how to day trade. You don't have to know about stocks. Walk into your bank institution and ask to speak to the financial yeah, no, advisor. I tried stock trading. I gave that shit to the wrong person and yeah. you know, Never I mean? see my money ever again. You can play it safe and do it the right way and also understand that it's over the life growth. It's not like, hey, that money might crash and go down for a little bit. You wait that 10 years, it'll be right back up. Like, that's a patient game. Um, right. It's a long game. You know what I'm saying? And it's something that, you know, that money that compounds, though, that is something that changes your life down the road if all else fails. Like, that $150 a month is not going to kill you right now. Yeah, and look I, into that with you your know. children. You know, people that have parents that have kids, like, you know, Sign them up, put $50 a month, speak to a financial advisor, see if, they, if you open up a, a Roth IRA for them, wh where would they be at? Because if we can't save ourselves, we can save our children. And that's where the, yep. the, 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 the generation and the, the oppression that they've put over us, we, right. we, don't, we haven't been we able to pass think, generational right. wealth down. Right. We, we don't. And, you know, growing up, I just know that my parents were always like, you know, save, 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 um, you know, no credit cards. And it was it was interesting growing up in my household only because my mom came from having nothing. But then quite the opposite of that, my dad came from an affluent family. So to my dad is very interesting because my dad is the spender. And my mom is the saver. So they always go back and yeah. forth at home because it's nothing for my dad to, you know, swipe his credit card because he's always thinking like, oh, I'll pay it off when I get my check. Right. As opposed to my mom's, like, you know, my mom's 
the opposite of that. She's like, no, you save that because you don't know if you have a check coming or not. Because at any point in time, you can be laid off. That's a beautiful so, balance. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's you a know, beautiful they, balance. <laughs> it, it works. It sounds like the yin and the yang is what works. It works. It works. I've seen it. My parents have both the balance, but mine is the opposite, right? Like my dad came from, you know, a family from up in the mountains that didn't, you know, have much. They didn't have much. And I saw that side of the family. And then my mom's. And her siblings were my grandfather, you know, back in the old country, he was pretty wealthy. So my mom spends a little, my mom spends way more. My dad, he'll be cool. Like my dad could go buy a Sentra and just drive that around. My mom would just go buy a Benz, you know? So it's like, <laughs> I've seen both of that balance growing up. Like my mom was like, oh, it's New Year's. I'm going to go buy this thousand dollar dress. My pops was like, oh, I'm going to just grab something out of the closet and take it to the dry cleaners and I'll be all right. So I've seen, I've seen both the balance and how it works, but. Also, when you spend like that, I've also seen where my mom's like, yo, your dad works. He's a worker. He's an employee. That's not going to allow me to live that life that I want to live. So my mom was a hustler. She is a hustler. Like, I've seen my mom do real estate. I've seen my mom own cleaning service company. I've, my mom owned a bodega. I've seen my mom. Like, so it's like the only way. So from my understanding, is like, yo, you want to live like that? You got to go hustle for it. Yeah. So it's like, you got to have that too. Hell yeah. Um, That's like, it's not dropping out the sky. Right, for sure. And I mean, do you guys I I'm guilt I'm very guilty of this because I really should read a lot more than I than I make time for. Audiobooks. But is there any particular, let's say, financial advisor that's out there that you guys particularly lean on? Um I got introduced to a financial advisor from a friend of mine. Um, whenever we finish record, whenever we finish this recording, I can pass the information if you want. Um, I feel like to everybody at home, um, never be afraid. Like we got to stop the crab in a barrel mentality. Like the well is never going to run out of water. You know what I mean? If you have a part, if you're in a, in a particular industry and you felt like you felt you've cracked into the code where you've making some money, like stop being a crab trying to hold people away, like share information. It's nothing to just pass on, yo, this number here or this, I've heard this is about to happen. Like when there's, there's so much strength in numbers versus just feeling like, oh, I got all the money. I'll pay for this. Like, yo, Teach somebody how to fish. It's okay to share like your your contacts. You know what right, I mean? Right. Absolutely. Like for me, I, I mean, I have, a, I have a group of people that I rely on. Again, going back to surrounding yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. Like I know some financial advisors that I've worked with in the past and in a business sense, but I also rely on them and use that as a tool for information. And I was like, oh, if you know anyone, just anyone that works in the stock market or works in banking, like. I just call them and ask them information. Like, people don't mind talking about themselves or talking about their jobs. Like, that's one thing I learned a long time ago. Like, you know, people are not opposed to it. If people, you find people that really are good at what they do, like, they're, they're more than willing to share information as well. So it's like, you can also reach out to people blindly. I do it all the time. And then people I don't know and say, hey, what's up? This is what I do. So I, I want to learn from you. And that's it. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. It goes a long way. It'll get you far. Yeah, and every everybody's not for every day. You know what I mean? I think once we as adults, I think once we can get to the the understanding that, oh shit, like we don't have to talk every day for us to be solid. When you have that person that you can lean on, that you can ask for advice and, and give you their experience, like they're gonna be so appreciative to just share their game. And at the end of the day, like you don't got to call them every day. You know what I mean? Right. They can be a seasonal yep. person and they're going to be very happy to just 
give you, they'll be very happy to let you enter into their world. I have a buddy who every Christmas, he's like, when people are opening their Christmas gifts, I'm sending out a hundred thank you text messages. During times like this, um, getting into like how, how we should cope through the pandemic, there's people out there that are feeling helpless and they don't know what to do. Well, if you're feeling helpless, how about you become helpful? In the midst of you being helpful to someone else, they have to reciprocate the energy. You know what I mean? So were you helping out? Oh, shit, can you come help me set up the podcast, blah, blah, blah. Oh, in the midst of you setting up the podcast, hey, is there anything you need, Amber? Blah, blah, blah. And now I've reciprocated the energy. And right. I feel like people, we're, we're, we get too caught up worrying about ourselves. whereas we're like, oh, fuck, it's fucked up times. I don't know what to do. Go outside and, and get in your phone, ask, hey, shit is fucked up right now. Is there anything I can do to help? They might say, yeah, they might take you up on that. When they take you up on that offer, what do you do? You naturally have conversation. You're gonna, you'll tell them what you have going on, then they'll naturally reciprocate it, and now they'll offer their assistance in helping you. And now that you guys are both an asset to one another versus a liability with no one to call on. Right. You know what I mean? And... To add to that, you know, like a lot of people even like, you know, I took a break from the podcast and a lot of people mm -hmm. were kind of wondering like, what was going on with, you know, with Posh? How come you stopped recording? Are you still doing your podcast? This, that, the third. And it was something that I didn't feel comfortable talking about until after, you know, you get mm -hmm. out of the situation and you kind of feel like, all right, now I'm, I'm good again. I could talk about it, you know, and I'm going to be real transparent. Like I fell onto very hard financial times we last year. And it wasn't until, have. you know, now that I'm back, you know, now I feel comfortable, you know, talking about it. But I remember like, you know, I'm used to, I, I've been working for as long as I, I could fucking remember. Mm -hmm. Like I've always found a way to make money. It's all I've seen in my family as far as like the women are concerned. I could tell you when I was seven years old, my parents had this crazy idea. They wanted to go live in Dominican Republic. They moved us from Jersey to DR. Niggas in DR never heard of a pancake back then. They know what that was. We used to eat in fucking mango and shit mm -hmm. every morning for breakfast. So my ass told my mom, and I thank God for certain things. Me and my mom may not always get along or see eye to eye when it comes to certain things, but there's certain values that she did instill in me. And I'll never forget my mom giving me however much it was at the time. She said, all right, you want to open up a little business? I'm going to give you the money. And we're going to go to the store. But as soon as you make your money back, I want my money back. So that was my first introduction to lending. Mm. <laughs> she lent me the money to start up my business. That's dope, though, man. So we went to the store. We bought pancake mix. And I took my ass home. First thing Monday morning, I woke up at 7 years old. Woke up at 6.30 in the morning. And I went into the kitchen. I started making my pancakes. And I started selling pancakes to the neighborhood kids. Awesome. And at that time, my mother taught me, okay, you put this money back. You know, you give me my money back because now you have your own money. You put this money away. And now this money is for investment. And this is the money you're going to use to go back to the store and buy the ingredients so that you can go ahead and do it again next week. And then that transitioned into me, you know, um, doing housekeeping and me working in a hair salon and me going into real estate. And I always had that blueprint at such a young age, like you do, you put this much, mm -hmm. you can enjoy some of it, but you always want to make sure that you're putting something away. You That's... always want to make sure you have something to show for it, yeah. you know? And even, you know, like navigating life as a single mom and everything else, you know, my dream, I remember I used to always drive through Windermere yo, and I would always see, you know, all these houses. And I'm like, yo, I want to live in Windermere. And me being in real estate, I would go home, get on the MLS and be like, oh, shit, I'm never going to be able to live in Windermere unless I have like a rich husband or something. Because 
Who the fuck is just living in Windermere? You know, have limited beliefs. But, but I, I thought feel like that at one too. point. Yeah. You know, like, and I used to Mom, just drive around. You know, my and mom used to do the same with me. We used to go when I was growing up. I remember going to mansions and doing tours of houses. Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, you're gonna buy one of these. You're gonna buy one of these for mom one day. Like, you're gonna buy one of these for mom. One day. Still haven't done it, but we're gonna <laughs> get there. But like, I did like so. It's the same thing. Like, I know CJ drives around and does the same thing and goes to these cribs and like mm-hmm. you know, it's thing. You have to find these aspirations. Like, there's nothing wrong with material aspirations because it's like, yo, this house is worth a million, costs a million dollars. Then you know you have to be in a financial place. Where that's you about five thousand and change a month, so like, though, man. That's about five thousand and change a like, month. Yo, I'm priced them, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm priced them. It's about five thousand change, twenty percent down. Um, whatever it is you aspire to have yeah. in life, like get obsessive with it. I, like yeah. we're such extremists and and toxic ways. We're not right. extremists in the mo- in, in things that's going to nurture us in, in, in productive ways. Like, yo, it's okay. Like, if you like a certain car, go price that motherfucker. Build, you know what I mean? I've built boats. I've built cars. I know exactly the trim <laughs> level. I've d- all the above. I've been on the Range Rover website with, like, with the white and red leather. It's going to be this much more. <laughs> this and the third. Because if you if you know what it takes, you're going to know. You're going to want to work for you're it. You're going to know exactly how much grind I, I got to do. In my 24 hours a day, like, I can smoke a blunt but after that, like it's game time. I don't got time to really key key with people, you know what I'm right. saying? Because I know to get that million dollar house is about five thousand and change a month, and I need twenty percent down. But when you know the 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 specifics, do y'all understand what I did here today? <clears throat> getting both of these gentlemen in here, you know what I mean? But like when you, to go back, start from the beginning. Like when you when you created the posh sessions, everything you do you do with intent. Right. If you shoot the gun, you shoot the kill. You know what I mean? When when someone when someone asks you for your number and you, you talk, if they don't come correct, they need to see the door. Mm-hmm. When people understand mm-hmm. your level of um of how serious you are, they're either gonna get intimidated and they're gonna and wipe themselves out, and or the they're gonna step will take up itself out, or they will step up and and do anything that it takes to be able to fit under your umbrella. When you want to get into that dream home or that dream car, you're going to do whatever it takes because the banks ain't going to qualify you if you don't come with the necessary <laughs> criteria. Period. So why is it any different it, it when it comes great. to human interaction? That's right. that's way more personal than a material object. And when I wanted that house, yeah. let me tell you, I used to go through Windermere and I, I mean, I'm not in Owlsworth. Don't get it fucked up. A bitch ain't there yet. However, I always remember I wanted to live in Windermere. Like, that was the spot, you Mm -hmm. know? And it wasn't until I started, you know, like, I saw a house I wanted. And this was more or less around the time before the market kind of really took off and and peaked the way that Mm -hmm. that you see now. But I remember I saw the house and I was like, all right, how much I got to make? And I had credit card debt. And you remember I kept telling you, I was like, where you at, Posh? Working. Working, soaking up all the overtime, getting rid of all my credit card debt because I knew that in order for me to qualify for this house, I need to have a good debt to income ratio. A lot of people, and that's another thing I kind of want to touch on during these times, people want to talk about credit so fucking much. Credit, 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 credit. Let's be clear. Credit is when you can't buy it. That's what your credit is for, is to say I'm good for it because I don't have the money to back it up. So therefore, my my credit is speaking for me. But in times like this, cash is king. Because I was even having a conversation with Marv. I said to him, I said, you know, I want to pay off some of my credit cards, but I don't know if it's such a good idea right now. And what you tell me? I said, hold on to as much cash as you can right now. Pay the minimum, keep it moving. 
Because at the end of the day, no one's judging your credit right now. Whether it's like, as long as you're keeping up right now and you're holding shit down, like, no one is judging beyond that. Like, when we go back to, again, when you said, like, last year it was rough, whatever, like, we've all been there, we've all had to sit down, take the L, and then come back, right? But right now, it's like, people are moving into uncharted ter- territory. Like, people are about to hit hard. This is about to come, like, people are about to realize what it really is out here. Like, there's not going to be, the well is going to be dried up for a little while. Um, so it's like, if you're relying on just the government or somebody to hold you down because they send a $1,200 check right now, it's like, you're out of your mind. You was so out of your mind beforehand you thinking on them. Right. pay your minimums and hold on to as much cash as possible because you don't know what, okay, after July, the stimulus runs out, right? The additional, whatever they're giving, $600 a week runs out. Now you're living off of whatever your state unemployment is. In Florida, it's like $275 a week or whatever, right? And then you're living off of that. Um, in New York, it's like 500. Certain places are different depending where you live. So it's like, are you surviving off of that? Are you feeding a family off of that? Or are you feeding yourself off of that? It's like, nah. So it's like, hold on to everything you can right now and until you can figure out what's going on because we don't know what tomorrow looks like. Agreed. And um, getting it, how were, I think it's a dope little segment, segue, um, coping. What kind of intent? are we all anticipating having once this is over with? You know what I mean? Like, you know, some people are saying, I'm seeing a whole bunch of memes, like if you don't come out this thing with a new skill or new trade or new this, that, and the third, uh, you, you you wasted your time. I don't necessarily agree with that, you know, because everybody, everybody is different. You know what I mean? Um, how are you coping through this pandemic right now? Marv and Posh. Eating. For me? Um, I <laughs> I'm immediately coping me, by I eating. <laughs> I usually don't have free time. Like, anybody that knows me, I usually don't have a lot of time to myself, a lot of time to, like, spare, period. So, for me, I've been, you know, looking at the positive. You know, I talk to my parents every single day, and that's not usually the case, right, unfortunately. But I talk to them every single day, um, making sure they're good, which is a priority. Um, And then just catching up with people I haven't caught up with in a while, whether it's friends, family, loved ones. Just catching up with people and playing Mad Xbox, spending some time brainstorming, you know, new aspirations, journaling, whatever it is um, in that realm. But a majority of my energy is going to, like, just being at peace and, like, making sure my family is good, um, which is a priority right now. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that I, I wouldn't say we should put pressure on ourselves to say I need to learn how to do something new. I'll just say that I, I do think that we need to take the time to just say once these doors open back up and we're allowed outside again, everything that we do, we need to move with intent. Like anything, like all this blindfold, we just winging it shit, it needs to go out the window. Like yeah. everything we need to do needs to have a little bit of precision and, 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 and calculations. You know what I mean? Like we have so much time. I'm eating like a motherfucker. I probably gained 15 pounds. <laughs> no, no shit. I'm depressed. I'm depressed, bro. I'm, I'm coping through I'm eating. I'm actually doing great. I've actually been doing great because I'm usually stress eating from like, like from, you know. I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm waking up at noon, bro. I'm I wake I've woken up at noon. I wake up at ten. But if you know me in real life, man, I'm up at seven. No alarm. Right. I'm I'm three sixty five. The only time I'll take a break Going is on to vacation. Going to the gym at like eight. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a break on vacation. Like so I, I don't think it's it's people should feel guilty about not doing anything unless you really know you should be doing more. But outside of that, um, we just need to be able to just say we need to just create a game plan on just saying oh, I'm going to just move with a little bit more precision when this is over with and a little bit more intent. I feel like for me, like, I mean, outside of like, you know, the the, the joke, whatever, I have been eating. But um, 
I think that it has been interesting just to see how life, um, how how life is kind of like adapting to the circumstances, right? Because at one point, you know, mm-hmm. myself, I have kids, you know, we were like, damn, what's going to happen with school? You know, what's going to happen? And then now everything is virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, lightly touch on the fact that a lot of these corporations and retail stores that we thought had all of this, you know, like, um, like the damn truck worth, he got two um, weeks, he's done. <laughs> you know, worth behind them. You know, yeah. I, I read that Neiman Marcus was um, about to file for bankruptcy. You know, like we're going to see, I think, a lot of changes even um, in the retail world. You know, a lot of people, we've had no choice but to, you know, do things online now. Yeah, shit is funky right now. But make no mistake, the people at Neiman Marcus, them CEOs are still paid. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, of course. They're still paid. They're fine. They have those Roth IRAs we were talking about. Mm -hmm. They have those stacked to the roof. They're good. Like, they don't have, you know, they don't have to worry about too much outside of that. Um, I think... Really, I'm an extremist in this way. I think the whole world, I think the whole world, as we know, has changed. There's a lot of people that are still having a hard time accepting it, um, and those are the things that you see every day, like still complaining and wanting everything to return, like it was yesterday. Like that's gone. Like that, as we know, it is gone. Like look at how things are going to continue changing now. It's like why are schools and institutions going to be spending, you know, all this money to have everyone go to these buildings every day and pay all these staff if now they see that. You know, a kid could go through a whole year. And right. From the PC. And do things so virtually. It's like, how do you adjust to that? Now it's like, oh, their parents have to work from home. But a lot of people have been working from home. So the people that do work in these environments, that if you're privileged enough to where you're still, your life is still able to function in that way, then those things are going to evolve and change in my mind for forever. Like a lot of the things, a lot of the businesses, like retail stores, like those things are going to be closed for a while or at limited capacity, like a mall. When are you right. able to fill up malls again? So it's like a lot of those businesses are just going to... You see AMC Theater to, said that like, they're technology following... Technology advances like 10 years in two in the two months that this pandemic happened. It may have pushed us more towards technology in 10 years. of the road that would have took us 10 years to, 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 to travel. So that's how I look at it. But right. I mean, whether people choose to accept it or not, that's their own. Yeah. Facts. I think right. we should let this time, like, let's find... let's Instead of being scared and, you know... They want us to be afraid. Like we need to let this time yeah. to where it's just like let's 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 find a way to get inspired. You know what right. I mean? Like let's find a way to create some fire up under our asses. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. It's, it's time to it's time to look in the mirror. It's time to self reflect. It's time to to create and understand who we are as individuals. What makes us happy? What makes us sad? Because if we know all of our all, all of our good and our bad, no one can defeat us. And it's made me more creative too, because like. Um I had created, um, I well, I went to a smokers party and it was, I was telling her yesterday, it was one of the dopest experiences that I had all because of the vibe that it created. It wasn't in a, you know what I'm saying, like an affluent community. It was mm-hmm. very much in the hood. But the way that everyone came together and the vibe of the whole thing, it was something that I wanted to recreate in Orlando for a very long time. And unfortunately, because it was weed, you know, all the clubs were very like, you know, it was door after door after door shut in my face, right? Like, nope, we're not doing it. And I'm sitting here like, but why? We in here smoking anyways, you know? But they were like, no, 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 no. So in the midst of all this happening, I said, well, you know what? How are we supposed to interact with one another if we're all supposed to be quarantining? And, you know, we are not supposed to be gathering more than 10 people, this, this, that, the third, taking all these measures, right? Well, 
a friend of mine put together a Zoom party and it was just a group of us in there mm-hmm. just, you know, hanging out, taking shots, playing music in the background, like trying to recreate the vibe that we would create if we were all hanging around right. each other. So I was like, you know what? Two years I've been working on this goddamn The Secret Smoker Society and putting this damn party together. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a Zoom party and we're going to figure out how this is all going to work. Let's just try it. Worst case scenario, we did it. It's a success. Or I mean, best case scenario, it's a success. Worst case scenario didn't work out. And they'll give me at least the opportunity, like you said, whether I won or whether I failed to go back to the drawing board and tweak it and make it better but for the next But it's a part time. of your resume now. You know what I mean? Like, that's the most important thing is to be able to just say, I did what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Whether it's successful or not, once you do the first one, you'll be able to look back and say, damn, I kind of fucked up here. I'll tweak it there or this, that. And you'll be able to just move on and be in it'll strengthen you so much more than you'll ever imagine like now you're gonna be so headstrong right you know what i mean where you just be fearless like fuck it like no one can tell you no one's supposed to tell you shit anyways you're posh i'm a beautiful woman i'm an adult like no one should I like that's that. how Nobody you're supposed to move and for the same thing you, uh, be royal in your own fashion act like a queen to be treated like one act like a king to be treated like one right. you know what i mean like no one should be able to tell you anything you they, they gotta knock on your door and it's crazy you too let because them in, in this not the whole other way pandemic situation right i have the furniture company and one of the biggest complaints i used to always get because the company that i use for delivery they are used to delivering to stores they're not used to doing residentials although Mm -hmm. although they can but they don't so with that said one thing that they didn't really offer was assembly so a lot of these people were coming to me like oh my god your prices are so great but i don't want to put this shit together myself and don't get me wrong it ain't ikea furniture but let's say Mm -hmm. for example if you buy a bed a bed typically has your headboard your footboard your railings there's three pieces people didn't even want to bother setting that up Mm -hmm. and long and behold this pandemic now what does room to go do oh free doorway delivery Mm -hmm. motherfucker you can't come into my house (laughs) so the very same thing y'all were complaining about that my people weren't doing guess what rooms to go can't do it either mm-hmm. so it's been very so interesting yeah. everyone has to adjust it's, it's yeah. uncharted times everybody's gonna have to figure out a way to move differently and get it in a different way when we're accustomed to yeah man um, and that's no matter what industry you work in right yeah you're only gonna be as good as your ability to adapt Period. That is very true. If you're not able to adapt to change, everybody. I mean, look at what happened with BlackBerry. I loved me a BlackBerry. I hated them. I never had one. Sorry. What? Sorry. I never had one. That's that BBM had shit. One. Yes. It's just trash, man. Yo, B- <laughs> Yo BBM <laughs> days was late. Yeah, man. Like, shit sound like some porn category, man. I don't know, man. I ain't, I ain't never rocked with the Blackberries, man. Yo, I had I a sidekick love... though. I fucked with the sidekick. I went from sidekick to iPhone. I didn't land in the BlackBerry. I don't even know what y'all did. Them shits was trash. Nation ain't give you a Blackberry, Marv. <laughs> oh, I haven't been. I was there. I started there a year ago. Yeah, right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I loved um, BlackBerry, but BlackBerry was the same thing. When mm-hmm. iPhone came out, they just could not keep up with the technology, so they crashed and burned. And that's exactly what's going to happen. If you're not able to adapt and keep up with the change, because that's the one thing that's constant, right, is change. Mm-hmm. If you're not able to adapt to what the fuck is going on around you, you're going to inevitably just yeah. be non-existent anymore. We have to be innovative right now. You know what I mean? If you have yeah. any sort of visionary talent, now is the time to 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 put it on the fucking platform so people can see what you what you what what you see. You know what I mean? Like now is the time because if not, like you're gonna get left behind. Yeah. No questions about it. Like you will be left behind. It's gonna be unfortunate. But again, it's always gonna go back into self-esteem because if you love yourself enough, you'll find a way to adapt. 
or you'll crumble and just absolutely or you'll just fall back in a crutch and just start giving me the what was me speech and we ain't got time for that but again there's gonna be people that live in you mansions you got five gonna be minutes thick. to hit him with the what was me speech <laughs> yeah. before he'd be like uh yeah next yeah you know yeah and well, that's, you know one thing to go off of that just about loving yourself and like what this is exposing as well it's exposing what personal health means and what it means to like put the right things in your body every day and not to be eating the bullshit because oh, I've been when you get to Same. 60 years old, a <laughs> pandemic can hit and you have fucking diabetes right? and now your body can't fight it. Like you have to, we have to be on it. Like most of the people that are passing away are black and Spanish or minorities. Like, and a lot of it is from the habits that we've had all of our lives and the, and the Kool-Aid and the fried chicken. And I'm not trying to be stereotypical. That's like what I had growing up and you're eating cookies every day and oodles and noodles and hot dogs and shit like that. And it's like, as adults, we have to be accountable to what we put in our body right. because look at what's going on outside. Absolutely. When something beyond our control happens. But that's Absolutely. when it comes down to self-esteem and we have to aspire to have more, more, more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, man, I, I'll put my tinfoil on my head and call me conspiracy theorist. You know what I mean? It's no coincidence that it's attacking <laughs> our people more than any other people in the world. But hey, let's get to it. And let's no longer be a, a statistic. Yeah. And that's why we have to fight the power. You know what's crazy? Speaking of food, right? So I was talking to Burger. And Burger, yo, Burger's mad funny. But he says to me, he's like, yo, my man's went to Dominican Republic and he was there with his lady for two weeks. And do you know what this nigga noticed? And I was like, what? He's like, his shit didn't stink anymore. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so he was like, yeah, his shit don't stink. And he was like, so when I thought about it, what he was trying to say, I mean, outside of the obvious, right? The food. Yeah. The food is different. Yeah. It's more natural. It's coming from the ground as opposed to America. We're all about mass production, cutting costs. How can we make this shit bigger? You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And keep it cheap. So, you know, people make fun of me sometimes because I'm like, oh, no, it's not organic or it's not this or it's not that. Or like I personally have cut like certain things out of my diet. Like mm -hmm. I said, right now I've been kind of wilding. But, you know, like the dairies, you know, and things like that. Like I've really and it's been hard for me because I grew up in a rice and beans mm -hmm. and, you know, what I'm saying some sort of meat kind of household I wasn't my mom wasn't big on vegetables or you know really yeah. feeding or stuff like that so as an adult trying to make that transition you know to be healthy and because yeah I am vain and I want to look good but you know it was difficult for I'm me to transition yeah, and it was because it's not I, an easy thing I wasn't, you know, I wasn't raised eating certain, you know, certain foods, but then even, you know, even doing more research on it as to why you should and why you, it's not even vegetables because vegetables right now, you know, can have X amount of pesticides and yeah. things of that nature that are still bad for you. And here you are thinking you're eating healthy when really you're not. Yeah. I just think too much, man. We just yeah. want, go ahead, Marv. No, but it's still better than a piece of steak that you don't know how many months it's been dead for. Same in that package. Man, I'm eating that steak. I mean, yo, listen, I'm I ain't even going to hold you. I'm going to go down that lane, big fella. I'm eating the steak. When we are allowed to go outside again, the one place I'm going to is Del Frisco's. I need me a steak, man. Hey, Granny, was, Granny lived to about 90, man. She <laughs> ate everything under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> but it's different, man. Like, I went to K-Bird for three weeks, right? I spent three weeks out there. And I was eating super clean. I was eating red meat, but it was like, yes, I also seen a goat walking around yesterday. You feel <laughs> me? So, like, I kind of, it didn't go through this whole transition into, like, by the time they touched my freezer, I don't know what the hell happened to it. 
which could be with anything, but I just feel with like animals, it's a little different. Like, and I'm not even vegetarian and not like that, but I just say the amount of intake has to be controlled. But it's not only that, it's just like even the packaged foods and all that stuff too. Like, just control it. Like, if it doesn't look like it came from the earth, like, it's probably not that great for you. We're not saying we can't. No, I agree with you, bro. Yo, yo, Marv, what what was Jay Z serving at the brunch? What do you mean? The niggas are never eating on that. (laughs) We just want to know: is he eating healthy or not? He wasn't serving anything. He was hanging out. You you don't ever see none of the artists eating. Well, you know, not him personally serving what he had out there. You don't don't want to go to a vibe where you're all dressed up and have a plate of food in your hand. Like, you know, you're dressed to the, you know, you got your good clothes on. You got the good fabrics on. You don't want to be walking around taking photos and, um, but nah, it is, uh, it was, there was food there. It was great food there. It's funny because I hear this question everywhere. Like, I listen to podcasts and hear people joke about it. Yeah, them niggas don't ever got food you, bro, on. They, they never know. got food on display, man. The people want to know. You've been in places, we, you know, we aspire to be. <laughs> and yeah, guys, I don't post it on social media like that. So um, just for everybody to know, like, you could be in rooms and don't have to post them every day. Yeah. Um, Yo, trust you me. Have, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's a dope vibe. Like, it's I aspire to be in those, like... I had conversations with friends probably 10 years ago about things that I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've told people that I wanted to do deals. I mean, CJ, we talked for years. Like, I wanted to do deals for, like, the big artists and, like, the biggest artists in the game. And it's like, yeah, bro, we you know, have. Again, setting your intention. Like, I told him I wanted to do this before I did it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. years before. That's a fact. Yeah, I, I purposely won't go to New York City. I know so many niggas that live in New York. I refuse to go to New York City <laughs> until there's a, until there's a big business deal or, or something of real value for my own ego. While I'm going to see the big city for the first time, this is my own head. But you got to. He could pull up and show him that I'm the man in the city. He's not coming out here. Yo, he got big dreams, boy. Yeah, man. I mean, but you know, the, from the eating, from this, oh, that, I'm and the sure. third. It's like. I hold it. I hold myself accountable because I'm like I can't let my guy down. Right. Yeah, that's you know a good saying? point, like, man. Accountability. And accountability. Like, we spend time exchanging energies, and it's like I can't sell him a dream, tell him I want all this shit, and then he's like, "Yo, what have you been doing?" Oh, no, nah, I'm just chilling. Right. Like, what do you mean, bro? You just told me you wanted all this. Right. Yeah, and that's why I feel you know, like you so. know, at the end of the day, like we have our immediate circles, but it's always good to like, yo, keep in touch. We we speak every once in a while, like. Whenever you feeling like you want you you you're going through something or you want to level up, call that accountability partner. Call yeah. me up, Posh. I'll tell you the deal. Yeah. Whether you want to hear it or not, tell me the deal. Whether I want to hear it or not. Most times you know I, I mean? don't want to hear. Because like, you know, at the end of the day, once we hang up the phone, we go back to our normal lives. But we go back and we still now we've created a balance. Right now, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. somebody's holding me accountable to this, so I have to do it now. Yeah, like now's the time where we where Mar was speaking about food. It, it all goes back to self esteem because when you love yourself you're going to take care you're going to take pride in how you look you're going to take pride in what you eat when you love yourself sincerely you're going to take pride in who you allow to even talk to you a certain type of way you're going to take pride in who the fuck you even want to entertain like it is an honor to be in our presence right and that's not anything conceited it is an honor for me to be able to shake your hand for the first time i meet you i'm entering your world and vice versa but i don't have to remain here if i'm not doing what, what you need me to do you know right. what I mean? Like, I, oh, we met through Twitter. Cool. Great. But if if, if I'm behaving in a, in a fashion that is not what you consider royalty, 
kick me the fuck out and let me go back to my world and let me and let me run amok in my world because there's no room for for that tolerance over here you know what i mean it's it's, right. it's no different and i'm just i always, always go back to women because like you, you guys are too important to to the to the earth and, and to to allow shit to not go y'all way and mm. you'll say men say that all the time mm. and i'll say that in my own standard like yo I'm not saying that as a man that just say, oh, women should do it. As a man, I hold myself accountable. I'm going to move a certain, I'm going to move a certain way. I'm going to dance to my own beat and drum and people are going to match that period. You know what I mean? I know that for me, I, I wish everybody could do the same for themselves because this world is a beautiful place and it's an ugly place as well. It's just what side of the fence do you want to live on? The good side or the ugly side, but free will will determine how we live our life. Right. Well, I want the fabrics. I want the good fabrics. <laughs> you want the good fabrics? I think we all want the good fabrics, right? At the end of the day, that's what we work so hard for. I want to pull up on Marv in New York or L.A. or or our big city, and I want to be able to look back at conversations that we've had in the past and him being huge in his lane and me being huge in my lane and, and to look back and just laugh. I like to sit back and, hey, Posh, let's go have a drink at this, at this part and pull up in Dr. Phillips' Um, restaurant row and, and have good margaritas you know what I mean looking back you and, still need to do you know the margaritas I mean? like oh shit you pull up in the bends I'll pull up in this and, and this is how adults should you know interact with one another looking back at the fruits of their labor paying off right you know absolutely what I mean? well at the end of the day you're gonna get paid something for your time whether it's $10 an hour whether it's you know a, a certain percentage of a deal whether it's you know a certain fee as a consultant, whether it's an hourly rate, whether it's a salary, whatever it is, like somebody's paying you something or you're figuring out a way to pay yourself a certain amount for your time. Like right. how much you want to get paid for your time. And that's it. Yes, sir. Well, we have been doing this for a good hour and some change, almost an hour and a half now. So I'm going to be wrapping this up, but I do want to say thank you so much, CJ, for coming through. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Marv. I hit him up so last minute, he still came through. So I, I really do want to thank you. And you come very highly spoken of. You know, I do want to say from my brother Julio and telling me, you know, your, your business dealings with him and... You know, Scream also, you know, speaks very highly of you. And, you know, I yeah, those are my people. I really appreciate you guys taking the time out in the middle of what we have going on. I mean, at the end of the day, whether you have nothing to do, you didn't have to do this. And I don't take that lightly. And I really do want to, you know, thank both of you guys for being here. Um, CJ has his own podcast, um, My Way, My Terms. He is on Twitter is your Instagram handle the same? Casanova407 yeah, underscore um, 876. Yeah, correct. Marv, I mean, you can find Marv under, you know, um, the the Rock Nation brunch Twitter, but it is uh, Marvin Resende. And of course, yeah. I am The Posh Sessions. Um, please tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, comment. Um, if you have any questions that you would like for me to answer, you can email me at theposhsessionspodcast at gmail.com. Of course, I want to say a very special thank you to the best audio engineer in the world, Mr. Lemmy Curry. Um, and I look forward My to... Lemmy. <laughs> and we look forward to doing this um, next week, two weeks from now. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Until next time, peace. <laughs>